Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. All right, Steph. Big milestone today. Woohoo! Episode 100. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I got my water. I got my Coke Zero. I have my champagne. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. <laughs> Holy shit, we have done a hundred weeks of, that's a lot of weeks of episodes. Like we've said before, it's the longest I've ever committed to anything. (laughs) Excuse my coughing still, I'm trying to get over it, but oh my god, we made it! We made it. Triple digits! Triple digits, and then we're, now we're only like a few weeks away from our two-year anniversary too. I cannot even believe it. Speaking of two-year anniversary. Speaking of it. Time to celebrate. We are going to celebrate so hard at our third meetup on Saturday, March 18th at Brewery X in Anaheim, California. Um, as always, we'll do the early bird pricing. If you sign up by February 10th, get in for only eight bucks. We're going to have pizza, good drinks, good times. It's going to be so much fun. I think we said it's going to go from 12 to 3 p.m. Yep. Um, your ticket, $8 ticket includes pizza. Their pizza's bomb. Like we talked last time about the baby pepperonis. They're like amazing. So good. Um, and then I think last time we also got like a buffalo chicken pizza. We got margarita pizza. Their fries. So good. We did get fries last time. Did we? Yes, we did. Oh, okay. Because at the last minute we were like ordering pizzas and we were like, should we get fries? And then we did. (laughs) So we had so much fun at our last two meetups. Brewery X is nice because it's our spring one. You get to be outdoors. We're like fingers crossed for nice weather so that we don't have to move indoors. Um, But it's just a lot of fun um, to come meet new people. We always encourage you to bring a friend if you want to bring a friend. Um... Come hang out with us. We're yep. excited. And you'll get to be part of our next meetup reel. So that's <laughs> always the real reason people yeah. come. Let's, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> First one, we did Beyonce. Last one was Taylor Swift. Who will it be this time? Who will it be? First one, that was Beyonce, right? Yes. Okay. Anyways. It was the drop down challenge. Yes, the drop down <laughs> challenge. Um, but I mean, I figure like this episode, we kind of just want to like reflect on the last hundred episodes and um I mean let's talk about all the different things honestly that have gone like on in our lives over a hundred episodes yeah that's like I mean less than a hundred episodes is less than two years ago so just in two years like how dramatic lives can change I mean yours is insane like I feel like (laughs) mine I mean like sure I've had like my career change that's huge I got pen We are um, now engaged. Like, I've had, like, these, like, kind of big moments. But, I mean, I feel like you have had, like, full, like, life change. I mean, mine have been life change. But, like, yours are, like, 
You've had a lot. I mean, yeah, you've had like major glow ups in your life, like <laughs> career change glow up. Well, you've that, had you've had a ring you've on had your glow finger. up and glow up. I've, yes, I've had both, but um, no, it's it's crazy. I, you know, filed for divorce, and we started this podcast when I was going through like divorce proceedings. Yeah, and then my divorce finalized. I started online dating and taking you guys through all of my like first dates and like the fun parts of those and the weird parts of those and talking to people and my first relationship with Wait, MBM. Bef- I'm going to cut you off real quick though. Cause let's be honest, we didn't get enough of you dating. I know. And I'm like, I feel like I have to apologize to all of you guys for that because I literally thought this is what this podcast. Was I thought we be. were going to get a hundred episodes <laughs> of stuff dating. And can we ask Je- uh, Jordan if he'd let you like date on the side just for like the podcast? Oh, J- Jordan would probably be like, you go, babe. You do that. You have fun. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Your first relationship. Oh my God. First relationship that like, honestly, like I know, like looking back, I was like, I found the one because you just want that to be the case. Sure. And you like, and then like looking back, just like nothing about it was, he was not the one. Like, I mean, nothing. It was as if I was dating him too, in the sense that like, I was completely blind. I, I was so happy for you and so excited that I thought I was like very, I was always defending MBM for you. Like always. No, like I think like I was always trying to see the good, which I, I do. And so maybe that's why I like tend to have like ignored red flags in my past relationships and stuff. But I mean, to see you go through that first, like, big relationship and then your first big breakup. And I was devastated. Like I, like I feel like when you feel like your world's crashing down and you just want to throw in the towel on everything and pack my bag and move to Washington, just live with my parents. Remember I was saying that? (laughs) Yes. And I was like Like, talking all the time. I was just like, oh my God, like dating was so fun. And then I finally found somebody and I mean, my relationship with him was not that long, but I was just like, I don't want to do it again. I I don't want to do it again. Like I was like devastated. And I just, you know, we went through this on the podcast. Everything with MBM was hope. Like everything was like, oh, on this date, my job will get lighter. On this date, this will happen. If you can just hold out for a month, this will happen. And it was just like, like, I was like, oh, I guess this is what dating is. It's like a lot of patience and like giving into the other person. And like, there was none of that reciprocated to me. Like everything was me you know, patience with him and understanding with him. And like, there was not a lot of like anything. I, my needs were not met in that relationship. Not at all. At all. It was like, yeah, not at all. And it was hard. Cause it was like, I, we had like already become like started becoming friends when you like first left Joey, but um, we weren't like as close as we are now. Right. So, and I mean, and I still don't even know. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't even know if you like were that like emotionally, like, with Joey upset about ending your marriage with Joey as you were about when no and I and I think it's I think it's different when you're the one that's ready to leave which is the case with Joey like I was ready for so long I just didn't know how to I'm like how am I gonna like support myself on my own and like do things on my own like oh my god I've been with him since I was 18 like I guess this is just like what you do is you like stay with the first person you ever like fall in love with or whatever good or bad and so then when I was like ready, like I was ready, like I was done and like I was so emotionally done. There was not a lot of like, there was like, I, anytime he would get upset, you know, like feel upset and cry on the phone with me or something like, of course, like I'm not like stone cold. I, yeah. I have feelings. So like that would make me upset and I'd cry. Um, 
And then, you know, like his son was a huge part of my life. That was like the hardest I'm part. I'm sure that's really, that was definitely one that of the hardest That was the hardest. Sure. Like, that's probably why I stayed as long as I did. But like, I really didn't feel like there was never a time when I felt like I should go back. I should just give this another try because I knew it wasn't going to work. Like, yeah. I knew it was not going to work. We tried a million times and it just wasn't. So I was done where with MBM, I knew like in my heart that nothing was right in it. Like he was not the one, but I didn't want to have to figure it out again, even, which is so stupid coming from a relationship yeah. where like, you know, but because he blindsided me with the breakup, that was so freaking hard. Yeah. Like, do you remember? I was supposed to be his parents that yeah, like upcoming that we, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I remember like, coming over like you asked if I'd like come over that night and so I like came over we had pokey and wine yeah and you were just crying and it was like the most heartbreaking thing ever and then like I think that weekend where you were supposed to meet his parents that was the weekend we I think went and got our hair done and I yep. think you told the breakup story on the podcast I, was I remember we were recording in the car and I was crying like yes and it was like the set and I'm like trying to drive and I'm getting all like teary out <laughs> because it was like so I hated seeing you like go through that and it was like it's just, but like, what a freaking blessing in disguise. Such a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Like, I never, with, I mean, okay, I'm not going to say never with Jordan, but because I waited a long time for that man to tell me he loves me <laughs> on a tarmac of an airport. Um, but like with Jordan, it was just like easy to begin with. He wanted to spend time with me from the beginning. He called me every day. It was like effort, 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 effort all the time. And it was like never a doubt in my mind that like he wanted to spend time with me. He was going to make an effort to spend time with me. I never wondered like, oh my God, am I going to see him this week? Like from day one, it was just easy. Like, you know, we fell hard for each other fast and... You're welcome. Yes. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> like Laura's, Laura fell hard for him fast first. <laughs> and now it's just like, I feel like I have like... This like, this is so cheesy to say, but I have, I feel like I have like this cute little like dream like relationship and like life with him. And it's just so easy and so fun. And like exactly what you like think a relationship should be like, that's literally yeah. mine. And that feels so good because that never happened to me before Jordan. Yeah. So very, very happy. So but exciting. Oh my God. I think like the biggest thing in either of our lives is Penny though. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. She's engagements, moving in with new boyfriends, like sure, that's all great. Penny Cooper. But Penny Cooper is the light the of gift that keeps giving. The, she is the gift that keeps on giving. Like, oh, I love my baby. We love her <laughs> so much. Um, before we like get into can we share so like as we've been like reminiscing and we've been talking a lot about it on Instagram this last week and everything. We got like some really nice like messages from people, like, and even just like, we love you guys, do a hundred more, blah, blah, blah. But there was like one message that Steph saw before I did, and she was like, Laura, you have to go read this. Um, you wanna read it? I will read it. Um, she asked, we asked for permission to share it. She said, yeah, she did ask to remain anonymous, so we will respect that. But oh my gosh, I'm gonna try not to cry reading this. I know. Um, she said, I just saw that you're about to record episode 100. I have this strange connection to your podcast that I want to share. I followed you both prior because of WW. Your first podcast aired on the same day as the first chemo appointment I took my dad to. I continued to listen every Wednesday when I took him to appointments. His appointments were about 30 minutes away from my part of town. He passed away last May, but I still listen and strangely feel connected to my dad when I do. 
I share this not for sympathy, but because I want you both to know that you two sharing about the ins and outs of your daily life have carried me through one of the worst things I've ever gone through. So when you're feeling uncertain about what you're doing, please know that it matters. Feeling like I had two friends to hang out with when I didn't have the emotional strength to hang out with my in real life friends was really important. My God, I feel like I'm crying. That message is like, I don't even have the words. Like, I don't even have the words to like understand that like what we do every week, how it can impact somebody on this level. Somebody that's lost a parent and like went through that process of, you know, taking him to chemo every week and then un- unfortunately and sadly losing a parent and finding like connection and friendship in us just sharing our lives on a podcast is like, it, like, I feel like what we do is the <laughs> smallest thing in the world, but it's like to have that impact on somebody is just like, I don't have the, I don't have the words. Like I'm not even using the correct words right now because that message is just, it means a lot to us. <laughs> it means a lot to us. And it's just, you know, it's unbelievable. The effect you can have on someone else starting a podcast or not you know any interaction you have with somebody in your life anything you share on your instagram whatever it is like you could be impacting people more so than just oh i enjoy listening to your podcast on the way to work like the impact that you can have on somebody could be more than you could ever imagine like we could never imagine this type of impact or connection that we've made with somebody um But it really makes me think about like everything I do in my life, you know, like the impact you could have on just anybody and you might never even know it is. Because I mean, we're not doing this like sharing, like, because we're not trying to be some life changing, like serious podcast, but like the fact that you can feel like, honestly, and we hear this all the time is it's like, like a broken record is like, I feel like I'm just hanging out with my friends. And if that can be what like we bring to somebody is like kind of having a shitty day, but it's like nice to be able to just get away for an hour with your friends. Like then like our job here is done. And it's like that type of message. Like when we get that kind of stuff is just like, holy cow, like us talking about like stupid shit we ate that we loved and (laughs) (laughs) what's going on in our lives and stuff and how that can be like really just helpful. in somebody's down times is like, Amazing. I can't even put words together right now. I usually can't, but really now I can't. (laughs) So thank you so much for sharing that message that um, blew us away. And we are sending you the biggest hug. And you are a total part of our our WOM community and our little friendship circle over here. Um, And we, we just really appreciate that message. And the messages that we get from all of you guys congratulating us and letting you know how we've you know, lightened your day or whatever. It's, it's fun. And, um, we love hearing it. So yeah. thank you. Thank you all for every, everybody that shares stories like that. Absolutely. With us. Um, I mean, yeah, Hunter, I mean, we've had <laughs> our different guests that we've had. I mean, from Courtney and Anthony and, um, Natalie Rose, Natalie and, Jerry Rose and, and Steph. Jerry and... Well, Steph this year. Oh yeah. Steph just happened. Oh my gosh. But Who are we forgetting? I feel like we're Taylor. Um, oh my God. Are we forgetting anybody? Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just like, it's cause those can always be like, cause these episodes where we're just like chatting, it's like always super easy. And like with a guest, it's a little more work. We definitely want to like be prepared and have like curated like 
questions and like kind of a game, more of a game plan. But it's so like, because you don't know how it's going to go. Like, especially when you don't know the person on like a personal level, like unlike Taylor and Co- even Courtney, the first time we did. Now I feel like Courtney yeah, is just like just one of our part of our, yep. yeah, part of our crew where I like can't imagine not knowing Courtney, but it's just, uh, it's really awesome. Like just getting to know people on another level and how much you guys enjoy it. Cause I know I hear podcasts all the time where people are like, they're like, Oh, people hate when we have guests and stuff. I really have never gotten that vibe. Like, I think you no. guys all love when we have some. And I think on. we do a good mix of, you know, we are challenging. That's part of like growth. So part of growth in any area of your life is having to challenge yourself and get out of your comfort zone. Well, our comfort zone is definitely just us. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's easy. We're not awkward, whatever. It is like awkward recording with a guest that you don't know. Cause you're like, are they going to know the pot? Like when to pause, when to talk, are they going to, are they going to answer questions with like three word answers or are yeah. they going to like go at like how you want a podcast to be where you share a story or whatever. So it, there is this anxiety when you record with somebody you don't know. Cause you're just like, is this going to be really weird? Am I going to have to float the whole thing or, and our and guests never that had, had that issue. Never had that issue. We've had like great convos. Like, cause I remember that was, I was really nervous about that with Natalie Rose. Cause it's like, just like a TikTok person who was done video. So they weren't even like having those like personal content right. like we get on Instagram. So you like, don't really know them more than just their like TikTok lip sync stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you just don't know. And then we end up having these like awesome conversations and um, I don't know what else this last year. I mean, oh my gosh, just so much fun stuff. We've just overshared our lives, which we story of our lives, yeah. right? Like that's <laughs> what we do. Um, just all the ups and the downs and the, you know, like just like in anybody else's life, like we all have ups and downs and that's why we try to share like the majority of it. Like there's very little of the downs in my life that I feel like I'll share. And if I don't share it, it's because it's um, about somebody close in my life. Like sure. if I'm, you know, having, if there's something weird with like a family member or a friend that's very close to me, like I have boundaries with people I care about and love that I'm not going to for sure um, overshare on or like something work related, you know, where somebody from work might hear or something. But other than that, um, like we share the ups and the downs. Like that's, that's what we're here for. Like we, we signed ourselves up to overshare our lives and that's, that's what we do. And we try to have fun doing it. And I just, oh my God, I can't believe we're a hundred. Like, did you ever, like when we started day one, were you like, this is going to go on for, you know, going into three years? I honestly was trying to think of that. I was like, okay, we, when we started it, I know it was like in the pandemic, we were just like, we kind of had a lot more time, but I don't remember ever like having a, like a thought in my mind of like, I want this to like go on forever, or I want this to just happen for a little bit or if it would even be consistent, like, or just be like, whenever we have time, we'll do an episode. Like, I don't remember. I don't know ever. what my expectations were, but it's been like perfect. And I don't think I had expectations either. I think I'm like a very like rigid person with things. So like, that's why we haven't missed an episode is we, yeah. we both are like, no, we're doing this weekly. Like we're not going to miss a week. Like yeah. that's dumb. Like, no, we're going to be like rigid with this. Watch. Like we're going to have to, <laughs> we're both going to be sick. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> But so I was like, I was like, if we're going to do this, like we are going to be on a routine with it. Like we're not just going to like throw an episode up randomly because nobody's going to listen, you know. But I was I think in my mind, the only like 
just like anything else with social media, if you try to start a trend or a series on your reels or something and people love it and they're watching it, well, you're going to keep doing it, right? And if nobody's into it and it's work for you that nobody's watching or appreciating or liking or enjoying, like you're probably not going to do it. So I think for me, it was like, well, we'll see like if this grows and people are liking it, then it's going to be fun to keep doing. And if not, like we'll just stop doing it, you know, like. Yeah, it's probably good. Exactly. And so the fact that we're here, you know, going into three years, apparently people love it because we're still here. So just toot my own horn. (laughs) (laughs) No, like I literally have no thought of this ending anytime soon because I just, we have too much fun doing it. Oh my God. It's the freaking best. And have had no reason to think otherwise, but. I agree. Um, so we had you guys kind of all reach out to us, questions, things you wanted us to talk about. Um, so we'll go, we got a good list of stuff here and I say we just kind of just blow through it. Yeah, through it. We really, just for a warning, we have not organized or curated this list for the most part, so it's going to jump around a little bit. So bear, bear with us. We wanted to be, um, just make it as fun as, and kind of conversational as, as possible. Sure. Uh, congratulations on 100 episodes. Thank you guys for always putting yourselves out there and bringing us along for the ride. Love, love, love it. Yeah. So no question. Just a sweet comment. (laughs) Thank you. Um, how do you plan to increase your audience, but more importantly, keep your listeners? Ooh, geez. It's a good question because a lot of people do focus on increasing their audience when it comes to social media or podcasts or YouTube or whatever, but don't always think about, Okay, well, the listeners that have been here for the last, you know, two years, like, how do we keep them, but also switch things up? So I think this is a good question. Increasing the audience is, like, the hardest question. Because it's, like, literally something Steph and I talk about all the time. We feel like, unfortunately, like, social media is what we rely so heavily on to try to, like, get new followers. Because new followers, they start following you there, and they like you, and they like what they're following. They're more likely to listen to your podcast. Um... But it's like really hard to get followers now. It's super hard. And I feel like everybody's kind of just like set, like they've been on Instagram long enough. They've had their set like followers and it's because I know I don't follow people as much as I used to. Like it takes a lot for me to go hit that follow button. It does. And I think I honestly think as far as growing and we even talked with Steph from Sweet Savory and Steph about this, like even somebody with an account with 120,000 people that follow her, whatever she has, um, she has struggles with growth. So it's not just us or just you or whatever. It's, it's growing on social media is hard, but like, where else do you grow? Like you don't go put up a booth at a fair and ask people to like, you know what I mean? So it, it has to be social media, but you have to be strategic with it. So that's why we're here this weekend. Like that's one of the reasons that we get together is coming up with ideas. So we're trying to invest in reels and TikToks a little bit more because that's what, you know, is getting and that's hard too because a lot of people will love a reel and watch it and you'll get a view or you'll get a like but they don't actually go to your page and follow so even that's hard um but like I feel like a broken record with this but honestly like you guys our listeners are are some of our biggest help with growing like when you share it with a friend when you share it on your social media stories or whatever like and tag wine over matter podcast or even tag Laura and I like Sometimes like following one of us might be more exciting than the podcast, but then they'll, they'll be like, oh, this person has a podcast. Like I want to listen to that. And yeah. then, and then that helps the podcast. To be, so. to be honest, like following us, like it's our job to make you like, a, <laughs> to make you like us, <laughs> but like, it's what we put out. Like 
if you're going to like our podcast, you're going to like following us on Instagram or vice versa, I think. So I agree. I mean, this weekend really is to figure out how to increase our audience and figure out how to keep you guys as listeners. So I agree. Um, and then as far as um, keeping our listeners, I think um, we kind of have a good groo- groove for the most part of what we do. Like we're not planning on not sharing our lives anymore. We're not planning on pulling flavor of the week. Like all of those things that we know people love, we're still going to do. We're just trying to add other fun things to it that can continue to make the podcast just fun and silly and, you know, lighthearted, but also like be able to engage with you guys more as well. So those are things that we're working on. Um, If you have any ideas on how to increase our audience and keep our listeners, like send them our way. Yes, please. (laughs) Any advice. All right, Laura. Somebody wants to know, will there be a WOM bachelorette meetup? Okay, that sounds fun. That sounds so fun. Um, I say we should. I, I say mean, we should too. Ideally, in my mind, if we are going to get married in the fall, then maybe this fall our meetup is a WOM bachelorette party. That would be so fun. We would need to like put the date out like six months in advance so people can book their tickets and come. And That'd be so fun. Oh my God. How fun would that be? Yeah, no, that. We're all wearing pink. We're all wearing pink. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Yeah, no, I'm down. We love that idea. we should make that happen. That's a cute idea. Super fun. fun. Um, Someone wants to know um, if you have a wellness slash surgery update and if anything's changed since the engagement. (sighs) Um, I'm not going to lie. The surgery has come into a lot of conversations with me and Jeff um, in regards to... Because one, I would love to lose weight. I'm not happy with where I'm at right now. So I would love to lose some weight before before the wedding. but at the same time, it's not like a make or break thing. I also am not like, I definitely will, will be doing the surgery around. So let's say we were going to get married in June. I'm not going to get the surgery like a month before. No, like, because I don't, the risk of complications. Yeah, I just yeah. don't want to take the chance of like feeling awful. Like, and, and it's not even the fact of like not being able to enjoy myself and eat and drink. Like, Sure, that's like part of it because you want to be able to like enjoy the celebration, but I wouldn't want anything that could jeopardize like any issues or anything. Well, and that's another thing. That was another guest we forgot to mention earlier, Sammy. Oh, yeah. She shared her weight loss story, did deal with a lot of complications. Like you would never want to invest in in a wedding because it takes a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of planning. People are coming from out of state to come, yada, yada. And then to be like going through health challenges at the same time. So you do want to be strategic about when you plan the actual surgery as well. So I either want the surgery to be like right after, or it would be months at least four to six months before I would say. (laughs) That's a good idea. So I just definitely don't want anything that would be like too close together. um, And it doesn't make me go one direction or the other. It's just, I know I don't want it to be, possibly conflicting in any way that's totally understandable um i mean i figure all so since you want like just my wellness updates in general so i've now completed three of my six classes awesome where i felt like it was like gonna take forever i'm like oh i'm already like halfway, halfway done, done. Like, time freaking fly i know the holidays and stuff was gonna make Do you feel that like happen you're learning things in the classes or is it just something you're checking off like okay i know this already or a hundred percent just checking off like it's, it's just a process it really is okay. like the i'm not gonna lie the classes are pretty painful <laughs> It's, I mean, we literally talked for an hour about vitamins last week Ugh. and it was just like, any, I know 
I know that there's a ton of vitamins that you have to take after you have surgery and stuff, but it's kind of like one of those things where I'm like, just tell me what to take. My doctor's going to tell me what to take and I'm going to take it. And that's that like, but we don't need to talk about it for an hour. Yeah. Like, and it was just, and then just people's questions. And I just, (laughs) I find them pretty painful. I'm not going to lie. I like put it up because I have like two monitors in my office. I have like the zoom on one. And then I was just like last week, I was just like sitting on Do they make you be on camera or no? No. Oh, that's good. No. They just need to know your name so they can like check you in so that to know you were there. And that's, I mean, I hate like even sharing this, but like I remember my designer actually called during and it was like we needed to talk. So like I took (laughs) a phone call for like five minutes during the class too. So I'm paying attention. I'm just not like getting much out of it. I don't know. Well, and if, if they, there was information that you really wanted to hear or you didn't already know or that was yeah. going to, you would be paying attention more. So exactly. There's always things like that in life. So yeah, my class is already halfway done. Um, I actually have my check-in with my assigned nurse. Um, I think that's in a week. I think oh, it's wow. next week. Um, so we haven't met since the very start. So I just want to clarify everything with her, make sure I'm like, cause my doctor's office says like, you only need this and this, but like her, she's from the insurance end. And so I'll make sure there's nothing I'm missing. Make sure I'm getting everything done that I need to yes. get done. Um, so just make sure I'm on the right path there. Awesome. Um, so starting last week, so I'm about two weeks in, I started doing the lose it app again. Nice. I'm really struggling making it a habit. Like the first like couple days it was, but then it was like, I went a day and I was like, shit, I didn't track anything yesterday. Like, well, the hardest days are when like, for example, yesterday, like yesterday is not a normal day for either of us. Yeah. So we went to coffee dose and we had a, a cocktail and we, we split two things for lunch and then we got a coffee to go. And then we came here and we had seltzers and then we had a little bit of chips and dip and then we made TikTok pasta and we had champagne <laughs> and so like that gets overwhelming when you have a day that's so outside of a yeah. normal day to go in and try to track that is like throws you off. But if you're making your yogurt bowls at home and you're making dinner that night and whatever, it's like so easy to yeah. track, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. So I'm really like trying to like get back in the groove. So like, like I said, I have not been consistent doing it every day, but I'm starting to get back into like a little bit of a tracking groove. Um, I did make it a personal goal to try to lose like 30 pounds before I have surgery. Like, let's say if I was still going to have surgery in May or June, I'd like to lose at least 30 pounds before then, which I think is like an easy attainable goal for me. Um, so yeah, like that first week I did like pretty good during the week and then it got to the weekend and I totally forgot. And then like this week it's been like every other day, like I keep, I just keep forgetting. So, um, I still, and it's like Instagram knows it's on my freaking mind is these freaking drugs, like these weight loss drugs that are like so popular right now because I keep getting so many, like the, I'm getting ads, the Monjoro stuff, not as much anymore because I know starting January, they, um, insurances are only approving Monjoro, 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 whatever it is for people with, um, type two, type two diabetes. Um, so I know it's like impossible to get that, but there's like some other similar ones out there and I still think about it all the time. I'm just like not willing to spend like a ton of money on that right. stuff. Um, activity still completely struggling with like have no motivation. Like the bike sits there and haunts me every day. And I, I'll like at night be like, Oh, I should get on the bike tomorrow. And like, I'm like, think of it. And then the next day I like, don't even think about it. Like, yeah. So I just, I really, I want to start moving again. I do miss it sometimes. I'm like, there was a time where like, I loved doing this and I just, I want to get back in shape. 
on my own a little bit so that I can feel comfortable like going to classes again, like at yes. a local gym. Cause I really do love going to classes, but I don't feel comfortable doing that right now. Cause I'm just so out of shape. Like I'm like, I need to get back in shape a little bit, feel good about it so that I can like start like seeking out a gym. And cause there's so many gyms <laughs> by me and um, so many different classes that are offered. And I would love to start doing that again. Well, and like you just told me yesterday, I had no idea Taco Bell HQ has an actual gym yeah. in your office. Like, not so Yeah, at our, at, our, your building? at our building, we have like a full gym. With classes. Pelotons, classes. Do you yeah. pay for the classes or like no, no everything's included. Everything's included. Oh my God. Yeah. So many resources at my fingertips but, that I don't utilize. But I will say, so that's amazing. Free is amazing, but I will say I couldn't imagine work, working out with coworkers. Like I would be like, I mean, to be fair, like I said, I don't, I don't know of any of my coworkers that do it. I'm okay. sure there might be. Um, maybe nobody talks about it. And I go down there and like everybody's down there. <laughs> I don't know. But um, like when I've walked by, because it's been a little busier off at the office the last like month or so, and um, I've never the windows are foggy, so you can't totally tell. But I see like the silhouettes of maybe two, three people. It's not like it's just like. Yeah, that's nice. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, but this actually reminded me, this was like a couple of weeks ago. Did you um, see the post that the shit that Equinox, uh, Equinox, Equinox. posted? Yes, it made, it made like national news. Yeah, it, it was, was like, crazy. So for those that don't know, Equinox Gym, they were like totally under fire in the beginning of the year. Because they said that they were not going to allow new members to register to join their gym on January 1st. This was like a whole TikTok like video thing they did that like since got deleted. Um, The caption on the video was take your resolution somewhere else. And then um, it basically the video just showed I think it was like an empty gym with the text like over it that just said something like when it's January 1st. But you remember Equinox isn't letting new members join today kind of thing. And it was just like people were pissed. Like, talk about like a gym not making you feel welcome. Like, I was which so, Equinox makes sense. Like, have you ever been to an so Equinox? I haven't. Jordan used to. So Jordan used to live in the Inland Empire, but work in like South County. Uh-huh. So he got an, uh, an Equinox membership because he's bougie, so that he could like kill time after work, like work out whatever, and then drive home later, and. It's first of all, Equinox is ridiculously stupid expensive. Oh yeah, I mean, so nice. Like, oh yeah, you're getting you're getting a a warm like or a cool eucalyptus towel as you work out on a roof after you work out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's so nice. I've been there like twice and it's amazing, but it's bougie as hell, so expensive, and this just shows how these people are. But yeah, they totally got slack for it deleted it and then um but like their whole blurb it said we don't speak january we're not expect 
accepting new memberships today. It's not you. It's January. January is a fantasy delivered to your door in a pastel colored box. It talks about change. It needs a new outfit before it can begin. Shortcutting, giving up just a few weeks later, you are not a new year's resolution. Your life doesn't start at the beginning of the year. And that's not what being a part of Equinox is about. We go beyond what's possible. We defy expectations. We are not moderation. We want it all every day and you deserve it all. At Equinox, we don't speak January and neither do you. We look forward to welcoming you to our Equinox community tomorrow on January 2nd. So this is where I like kind of um like I kind of think like things in social media or whatever can cause like unnecessary outrage. Uh-huh. So I think like this is where I differ. Like if they just decided we're not accepting new members because if you are not already signed up for us then you don't want it anyways, blah blah blah, then like Okay, well, we'll all go to 24 then. Like, it's fine. But, like, I get their idea. It's one day that they didn't let people sign up. New Year's Day, January 1st. One day, and their message was the same message that I've seen other people on social media post, coaches or whatever, saying resolutions don't exist. Like, don't start something January 1st, then quit two weeks later. Like, just stick to something or whatever. Like, so I get it. I just think as a company... You do have to be PC and tiptoe around things if you don't want to make national news and and outrage. I just always think of like the meetings that were held with this idea. Like the marketing team was like literally talked about this like endlessly and numerous people like all thought it was a great idea. And um, well, that's the weird thing about like marketing teams is it's like you do like as much as you want to say that, like there were probably people in the room that wanted to say that and it makes sense to some levels or whatever. But as a brand or as a company and the image you're presenting of of being welcoming, that would not make me want to go January 2nd and sign up somebody that is out of shape and like, you know, struggles with my weight and whatever to go to a gym where everybody's been doing what they should be doing for their whole lives. And so I'm going to walk into a place where I'm brand new and not like, no, let's be honest. I never think of Equinox as being the like welcoming, come join us. No. We can't wait to have you kind of gym. No. So just don't say anything. Yeah. We're not it anyways. <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. You want the good feels like go to planet fitness, I guess. Yeah. Like, go let us know. Like <laughs> I'm curious what other people think about this. Like if they are on the side of like the outrage of Equinox was wrong in saying this, or if they are like, okay, people are getting too upset. They had a point. Like let us know in the Facebook group. Um, what your thoughts are, are about the Equinox thing. Cause I'm, I'm torn. Like I get both sides of it. Yeah. So I'm curious, like what the majority of um, our listeners think about it yeah. as well. I agree. Um, next question. I think you just talked about this a little bit, but Laura, have you considered trying a weight loss medication such as Ozempic before going the surgery route? So considered it, but not willing to pay for it. Right. Yeah, basically. Okay. I just, I, unless so, like, I talked to my doctor and they were like, oh yeah, you can get this for like so I $10 do have, a month. I have a question about this though. So same thing with like, let's say Weight Watchers. Like I lost originally like 40 pounds or whatever on Weight Watchers. And as long as I was doing Weight Watchers and sticking to it, I was doing good. As soon as I stopped Weight Watchers and stopped sticking to it, I wasn't good. Is that the same thing with this medicine? You go off the medicine and all That's the That's the same off? thing with everything everywhere. Like when it comes, if you are the type of person who doesn't naturally bless... So you have to be on this medicine for your whole life? I mean, but I think you're also supposed to be trying to develop... As always, like, you're supposed to be developing these other habits and you're still supposed to be, like, eating right and things like that. So I think, ultimately, it's, like, the jump start to get you, like, lose a bunch of that weight while you're building these habits 
It's just helping you get there faster. And then you still So that maybe you have the motivation to be like, oh, like, like, I'm liking how I'm feeling right now and how I'm looking yeah. or whatever. Like, I want to keep Because, I mean, I think up. that's with anything. Like, WW, it's like, how many people do we know that were super successful and have stayed super successful? And they just have learned good habits and they've stuck with them. And they don't have to track WW every day, but they've used it as the tool to lose their weight. And they've made lifestyle changes that they've stuck to. And yeah. I wish I could do that. I know. It's, <laughs> it's easier said than done. but. I know. Have you two ever gotten mad at each other? No. I wouldn't say mad, no. Like, I'm sure, like, we've both gotten, like, annoyed at things or, like, or just been, like, oh, my God. But, like, mad? Like, we've never been mad. We've never not talked. We've never, like, no. We haven't gotten mad at each other. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, I feel like there's no reason. No. So, no, we love each other a lot. Who was your favorite guest? I know it was me. (laughs) So Who do you this, think asked this? Is this Courtney or Anthony? <laughs> it has to be Courtney or Anthony. Honestly, like, I feel like all of our guests bring something different, and I love that. Like, we can go through them, and Taylor brought, like, that beginning of the new year last year, like, motivation. Like, Taylor's so motivational. If you don't follow her, go follow her. Yep. Um, Anthony is just, like, a blast. He has a podcast as well. He's such a supporter. Like, Anthony is, like, a social media friend that just, like supports you to like no freaking end like I love that guy like he is just like I wish he lived closer I'd want to like go do like breakfast with him like once a week because he's just like such a good friend like for somebody that you've never met before like he's just a good friend like we love Anthony conversations are easy and great Courtney duh like Courtney is just like part of our girl gang like we freaking love Courtney um Natalie Rose it was just like it felt like our like big like oh my god we have a TikTok star on our podcast like and it was that was really outside of our comfort zone because we don't know her we've never talked to her before Sammy was exciting especially for you because the journey yeah you were starting the journey and wanted to learn all about weight loss surgery um Steph sweet savory and stuff like you kind of like you know, get like starstruck with certain people on social media, which is so funny because like living in Southern California, there's so many like, like our friend Jerry, like Jerry too. Like they both have like huge accounts. Like we love Jerry. We know her in real life. So she's a friend. So that was also a loss and also donuts and wine together. Yes. Oh my God. I know. That was fun. That was a fun Um, And doing it in person with a guest was fun too. I know that's the only, oh no, Taylor, Taylor, we did did the first one in person. Um, But sweet savory and stuff, like you kind of just get like, like, you, they're like an Insta celebrity. Like I followed you for three years, and this is the first time I'm actually hearing your yeah. voice. You know, um, am I forgetting anybody? I don't think so. I yeah. I just I think um, all of our guests bring something totally different. Yeah, and I think that's what makes it um, a lot of fun. So we love all of our guests, but and we yeah, it was you, Steph and I. <laughs> Steph and I have like a small list of people we would love to have on the podcast at some point, and then we had asked you guys I think like a couple weeks ago, and we got like. 50 accounts that you guys would love to see. So we definitely have some ideas. Um, Keep sending us like I ideas. Said, we won't be like having guests on like every other week by any means, but I think ultimately our goal would love every like one to two months would be to have a would guest love on. That. And we've actually so. already reached out to our first potential guest and are waiting for a response on a date confirmation um, from her. She's already confirmed that she wants to come on. Um, we got a few requests from you for her as well. So we're just waiting to book that. And that's one of those things. Like, I also feel like we should talk about like who our guests are too far in advance just because yes. we've done that before and it's gotten pushed back or yep. canceled or whatever. So 
Um, but yes, def- definitely our goal to have a few guests on on this year. Okay, and the question that we get every time we do a question box, when are you guys coming to Chicago? Oh my God, I want to do this so bad too. This is the frustrating part about life is it's just like busy. And right now, first of all, I'm not going to Chicago without you, Laura. Like we're going together. Absolutely. So like even Jordan and I, when we talk about like, where do we want to do our trip? And like Chicago will come up. I'm like, mm-mm, <laughs> going, going with Laura. So <laughs> it's hard. It's hard because it's, um, I definitely like spring was like set in my mind, but now it's like, Everything in my mind is on hold and for anything I want to do until you have a wedding I figure day wedding. Yeah, because it's like I just have to like make the wedding and the house stuff like kind of top priority at the moment. But we do promise Chicago is on our mind. We, like we our next make like, out eventually. of California trip together will most likely be Chicago. Yeah, I agree. Um, what has been your favorite part of your 30s? I just turned 30 last summer and I hear your 30s are better than your 20s. So much better than your 20s. So much better. Um, my favorite part of being in my 30s versus my 20s is, I mean, and this is just me, like, personally, is one, just having a better, like, maturity level and head on my shoulders to be able to nurture the correct relationships and, like, have, like, good, solid relationships that are more than just like having fun and stuff and then just being like more like in your um like career like I just like you're more adulting and you're able to like just I'm trying to think of the right wording but you get what I'm trying to say yeah like like you just feel more grown established your 20s just feel like you're figuring things out kind of and just having fun like fun is the priority more so than than um being established but you're trying to figure it out we're in your 30s. It's more like you're figuring it out or have figured it out. And then fun splashed in You get still. to have fun because you're established. I also think another thing about my 30s is... Because I agree with all of that. I agree. Like relationships. <laughs> when we say relationships, we mean like every relationship in our lives. Yeah. Like with family, with friends, with our, our significant others, whatever. Like you kind of like weed out the need for hanging out with people... <laughs> I just did like this like wave with my arm and Laura just imitated me. Um, But you like kind of start to weed out like the need to like invest time into people that either bring a lot of drama or negativity to your life or don't invest in you. And you're like, wow, I'm investing so much in this person and I'm not getting much back from it. So you kind of like learn to invest in like the relationships that like bring something to your life, you know? Yeah. And then I'd also say like... Even though I'm 100% not, or I'm not 100% comfortable in my skin, like I still have weight I want to lose. I still am working out because I want things toned. I want to be stronger overall. I want to be more in shape overall. Like I am not 100% comfortable in my skin. Yeah. But I don't have the same insecurities that I had in my 20s. Like I don't, Like, I do. Like, trust me. I will put something on and hate the way it looks on me or whatever. Like, it's not just like I'm 100% like, I love me. Like, I'm not like that at all. (laughs) But I don't overthink it the way I did before. And even just, like, meeting new people. Like, when I met new people in my 20s, like, I was like, oh, my God, they're so much cooler than me. Like, they're not going to like me or, like, whatever. (laughs) And, like, now I'm just like, I fucking think I'm awesome. Like, if you don't like me, then, like, you're not my person. So, like, I have that kind of confidence in my 30s now where, like, I think I'm fucking cool. And I also know I'm not for everybody. And so if I'm not for you, like, that's also okay. Yep. Because there's plenty of people that are not for me. And I don't have to make a big deal about it. Like, I'm not like, 
I hate you. I think you suck. I would never want to be your friend. I'm just like, they're not for me. And like that person goes on with their life and, and enjoys life and we don't have to be for everybody, you know? So I think that confidence that comes in your thirties, um, is huge as well. Yep. Um, Steph, how did you break the news to your roommates about moving out? Are they looking for another roommate? Okay. So this was, um, a little bit awkward because, so I have two roommates, Katie and Kat. Katie has a boyfriend. She got her boyfriend. She got in a relationship a couple months after Jordan and I started dating. So they're kind of on the same timeline as Jordan and I. And, um, but she has goals in her life that I don't have. Like she wants to get married. Not that I don't want to get married, but she wants to get married and have kids. And she's my age, you know, she's 35. I'm 36. So she's close to my age. Um, and so obviously she's on like a little bit more of a rushed timeline with things than I am. Um, so we've had little talks here and there, whatever, whatever. Well, the three of us went to Disneyland one day and we were talking and she started asking me about my plans with Jordan. And she's like, what are your guys' plans as far as like moving in together? And I'm like, well, we don't like have plans yet. Like it hasn't like, like we've like talked about like that's a goal, but we have like no dates or anything. And she's, and she kind of like started saying like, okay, because like I'm 35 and like I want kids and like my boyfriend knows this and Blah, 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 blah. But she never said like, hey, here's your date. You have to move out. Hey, this. But she put enough in my mind that I was like, oh, my God, I need to talk to Jordan because I don't want it to get to a point where she's like, hey, your lease ends this day. Like, that's really when your lease ends because my boyfriend is moving in. Like, I didn't want to be like SOL, you know, so I felt like, okay, well, she's told me enough about her goals and her plans or whatever. And she made it sound like she talked to her boyfriend that I was like, I need to talk to my boyfriend. Yeah. So Jordan and I had a conversation in his living room one day, and I was telling him the story of, of what she, you know, shared with me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what is our plan? Because here's the thing. I'm like, my lease ends December 2022, which feels really soon because I think we had this conversation in September or October. Her, his lease ends in August. I'm like, August feels like really far away. Like, yeah. you want me to sign a, a year lease somewhere? or with her again, or whatever, and then now we're at December of 2024, like, that's, that seems so far, you know, so we were, like, or 2023, sorry, so we were, like, kind of trying to talk it out, and this went way better than I thought it was going to go, because I thought he was going to be, like, very overwhelmed, and very, like, I'm not ready for this, whatever, like, just caught off guard, and he was, like, very open to, like, okay, well, no, like, that, that is our next steps, like, whatever, he did feel like December was a little soon, so did I, so we, um, like, we agreed, like, hey, let's present Katie with February 1st. Like, gives yeah. us a couple months. We don't have to move around the holidays, whatever. So I, Katie and I talked one-on-one one day, and I told her, like, okay, I talked to Jordan. Like, we are talking about moving in together. I know my lease ends December 1st. Like, would it be possible if I could stay until February 1st? And then, you know, I'm going to move in with him. And then, you know, your boyfriend can move in, whatever. She yeah. was totally fine with it that was our plan whatever whatever um and that's like basically how I talked to Katie because she's kind of like the house mom like she coordinates everything yeah and then I told my other roommate separately like hey just want to let you know like on this date I'm moving out whatever whatever um and like afterwards found out like her and her boyfriend hadn't really talked about even had that conversation (laughs) like I think they'd had conversations like Jordan and I did about like obviously that's the next step in a relationship. Like when you've dated someone over a year, like that is the next thing you think about. Like 
But, like, they didn't have a date. Like, they hadn't really talked about it. Um, And she did kind of, like, later say to me, like, he did kind of go back and forth on, is he going to move? Is he not going to move? Is she going to have to find a roommate? So I was like, oh, my God. Like, I thought I was rushing things because I thought I I was was getting getting told by you. (laughs) And I didn't want to, like, have that feeling. And, like, little did I know, like, you, this was just a conversation about, it was freaking weird. But... Um, the conversations went well. We are all in support of each other. Like I, her and I just talked the other day. He is moving in with her. So I'm like super happy for her. That's the next step. It's a big step. He's never lived with anybody. She's never lived say, with he anybody. He lives with his mom. Like he can move in. Like, and they haven't, so Jordan and I have an age difference. Jordan is five years younger than me. I know I'm a cougar. Her boyfriend is seven years younger than her. So we date ah. the young ones around here. <laughs> and, um, I go so, old, you go young. So Yeah. <laughs> So she also, she knows that. Like, she tells me too. She's like, I know I'm more mature than he is. Like, I know he's, I know he's immature. But for both of them, like, Katie has actually had roommates. Yeah. And Katie is a very mature, she has a great job. She's, Katie's got, you've met Katie. She has her shit together. She's a good catch. Yeah. Like, he is is. lucky that he got her. Like, she's she's gorgeous. Gorgeous and she's got a life together. Yeah. She's got her shit together. She can decorate a house like no other. (laughs) Um, where I don't know him as well, but like I think being 27 years old or something and living sure. with your mom and never even having a roommate, like he is a little bit more immature. It's going to so be a lot. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. My other roommate's still living there for now, um, you know, to cover like the other third of the house. So I hope that goes well. She's a nurse, so her schedule's a little different. So I think just like Katie works from home all the time. Kat is a nurse and is gone for, you know, 14 hours a day when you count travel time. And then he works um, some kind of construction or something. So he leaves at like four well, in the morning. I don't know why I thought he was a fireman. No, that was um, Kat's ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay. So I think like with the different schedules that they all have, it'll, it'll work, work fine overall. They also, um, one of the things I just talked to Jordan about and like I don't, I still don't know. Like I asked myself and I'm like, I don't know if this is a regret or if it's a good thing. But I didn't ever invest a lot into friendships with my roommates. Uh And it's not that I didn't like them. I like them both. We did Disneyland together. We went to dinner together occasionally. But it was not like we didn't watch The Bachelor together every week. We didn't. We were never like we never tried to become like very good friends. And I feel like that's because my personality. I had never had roommates before. I had had my parents and Joey, like a husband, you know. And, um, and so I, but I also don't deal well with conflict at all. And so the idea of becoming friends with these girls I'm living with and I don't know, like drinking wine and saying stupid shit or whatever, and then causing a fight and then having to live in this like situation where you have conflict now, like I couldn't even imagine that. So I think because of that, I like had my guard up for three years yeah. and set strict boundaries on how far my friendships were going to go with these people and how much I was going to allow like a friendship to extend. And now that I'm moving out, like it actually makes me kind of sad. I'm like, cause like, I feel like when you're a teenager, you like dream of having girlfriend roommates. Like yeah. you dream of like watching the bachelor at night with wine and cheese or whatever it's honestly fun it also can be as somebody who's had a lot of roommate drama in their life like it can suck so do you think i made the right choice because i was still like friendly i think yeah 
And I would say you were more than friendly. It well, wasn't like you we were did just stuck yeah. together. We just I think you did a perfect level of roommate friendship. And now that you guys don't live together, you can. It's your choice if you want to keep in contact. I and, would love to keep like, in contact with them. Hang out like, once in a while, like yeah. I think it's still a friendship you can keep nurturing and see if it lasts. But and I think it's fun. Like Katie and I, like we've lived together th- almost three years now. We are on like kind of the same timeline in our relationships. Like yeah. I would love to keep in touch with her just because we have so many similarities. Like of those timelines, yeah. you know. But um, I'm, it's bittersweet. Like, I'm so happy moving in with Jordan and starting that next chapter with him. And I'm also, like, so sad. Like, I had, like, the best. Like, I couldn't have asked for a better living situation post-divorce than I had. Like, I feel like everything fell into place for me perfectly. And it was just, like, I, I can't imagine a better situation than what I had. So. Yeah. Do you and Jordan ever argue? I love that this is targeted at me. Like, do you and Jeff ever argue? <laughs> yeah, not really. Um, I know. I'm like, honestly, like. I mean, we do, but not really. And I mean, like. Um, I can't say we've it's never It's so argued. weird. Like, I feel like that too. Like, I'm like, I don't mean to say, like, our relationship's perfect because it's not. But, like, we don't. Like, we don't. We've never had a fight. Like, a fight fight. Never. We've had arguments that are more, I would call them more, like, disagreements. But, like. We know how to talk through them. Like, I, I could name, like, two times where he's kind of started to shut down in a relationship. And I've just been like, mm, not doing this. Yeah. And then he kind of, like, Snaps comes out of, out of it, you know. And um, But I've had that relationship where, like, you shut down. You don't talk about anything. Nothing ever gets solved. It just gets brushed under a rug. Or big blowout fights. I've had that, too. Yeah. And I'm not doing it again. So, yeah. um, we honestly don't. And... I can't imagine you and Jeff fighting either. Like, I can imagine you getting annoyed at things like being like... Oh, yeah. We'll, like, bicker and stuff. We'll bicker. That's, like, for sure. And then we'll just kind of, like... I mean, we've been together now just shy of five years. So it's... We just... I mean, I can think of one, maybe... And I'm saying two, even though I can't think of what the second one was. I just have to assume (laughs) there's another one. But I can only think of, like, one big, like, fight we had. And it was over something really stupid. And we, like, just, like, waited to cool off. And then we, like, talked it out and we were fine. And it wasn't even... It was, like, over parking. Like, it wasn't, like, (laughs) a fight fight. So it was just probably one of us having a bad day. And it just blew up. But, yeah, Jeff and I don't fight. It does scare me. Like, because, like, the amount of times that we've even, like, argued have not been many. Like, living together. Like, I've told him. I'm like, it scares me. Like... I'm going to come back home from work and have bad days at work and be moody, or I'm going to be annoyed because I'm, I feel like cleaning. So I'm going to be cleaning and you feel like watching TV at the time. And then it's going to annoy me because I'm working in your, you know, like things like that that are like normal when you live with somebody. Um, and you're just moody. Like in seven days of the week, there are times where you're moody, where I have never seen him for seven days a week prior. So he's always seen me at like my best and I've always seen him at his best, you know? So I'm like, I told him, I'm like, it does scare me. I'm like, I feel like we have this perfect relationship and it's like not going to be perfect anymore. Like we're going to have like times where we don't like each other and stuff, you know? And And, um, yeah, but so far so good. I'll update you. If we, if I should like pick a fight, just like can tell you guys about it. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Steph, have you ripped one yet? I have not. I don't know. This is so not me because I will like, like I ripped him all the time with Joey and like I will like literally lay on my parents' couch and rip one in front of my parents. So like I, have you ever farted in front of your parents? Of course. Okay, good. I was like, is this weird? No. 
course I have. So, but Jordan, like, I don't know what it is, but no. But he did rip his first one accidentally in front of me, and he was, like, mortified. Like, <laughs> he, like, it was... But like, at least he did the gateway, too. We've been oh, waiting yeah. for the gateway, was, too. He did the gateway, and... too. And I was, like... But it was, like, so small that I was, like, did you fart? And he was just, like, yeah. And then, like, I was just, like, oh, okay. And then we, like, moved on <laughs> Oh my god. Still still not I have still not ripped one. And I'm almost scared too because I feel like I kinda like being that girl that doesn't fart all the time now. So I'm like, I feel like once I do rip one, I'm just orchestra all day. So Maybe you don't even realize how uncomfortable you've been feeling and you're gonna feel so great once you do. I should just let let like a huge one rip. Huge. Just like make sure the first one's a big one. Yeah. So anything after just doesn't seem that bad. But do it in my sleep. Like I I pretend I'm asleep, but I'm not. And then just, and then if he, in the, in the morning, he's like, you farted. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Steph, do you think you will continue the macro program that you are doing? Um, so yes, for now, um, it, there is a cost of, associated with it. So I feel like while it's still a tool that's helping me and a tool, I still feel like I need, like, yes, I will still pay for the coach, like the program. Um, and I'm still honestly learning how to track macros. It's a lot, like it's a lot, a lot to figure out those calculations and everything. So, um, I feel like I'm doing well. I feel like I'm learning. I love the workouts that she assigns. Um, so yeah, for now, like I think the goal with anything is that you get to a place and you don't need to pay for a program anymore. Yeah. So that's a goal, but like, I don't feel like I'm anywhere near that goal. Um, I mean, since we're on it, since I shared kind of my wellness updates, do you want to share any of yours? Yeah. So, um, the holidays were hard. Like I had every intention of like trying my best, but they were hard. My parents were here. We love food. We love drinks. All of that. January 1st, first day of 2023, tested positive for COVID. So then I had 10 days of eating top ramen and (laughs) like all of those things that you just like want when you're sick, right? Yeah. Um, and also didn't work out. Like when I had COVID, I had like, it was like hard to breathe. Like between my coughing and I had like this like chest and back pain, like I couldn't even imagine exercising because it just hurt. Like I just, everything hurt. So, um, you start January 1st and you're like, woo, I'm going to like do it. And then like COVID was like, no, we have other plans. So, um, the beginning of the year and the end of the year were really hard. Um, I also have been slacking on tracking on and off. Like I said, the days when I'm just home and I plan what's for dinner and I eat what I have in my fridge for breakfast or whatever, easy. The days where things are totally different and you're going out to dinner and you're doing this for lunch and whatever, those are a lot harder. Um, But I have post COVID been sticking up with my, or keeping up with my workouts and that feels really good. Um, I've been working on overcoming my gym anxiety. Loving it. So, I have two options at his house. I can either work out in my bedroom, which there's enough room, probably about the same amount of room that I had in my bedroom, minus the amazing mirror closet doors that I had. Um, So, I could do that, but I'm like, there's a gym here. Like, we are paying for amenities at this place. I should use the gym. So, I've been really pushing myself to do that, and it's freaking hard. Like, I hate when I walk in the doors and I look all the way down because the weight's that I use for most of my stuff are at the opposite side of the gym and I see people are already on the benches and I'm like fuck and I'm like 
what am I going to do? Do I leave? Do I get on the treadmill first? Like, what do I, like, I yeah. still have so much anxiety, but just like forcing myself to do it helps. Um, like my coach gave me some tips, you know, to help with that. Like, she's like, jump on a treadmill for five minutes every time you go in there first and kind of just look around the gym, watch what other people do. Like that'll teach you how to use a machine that you don't know how to use or whatever. And she's like, wear headphones. So I have forgotten my headphones like twice and it's miserable. You hear everything. You like look at people more and wonder if they... I can't can't work out without Oh my my God, it's the worst. But honestly, when I have headphones in, I don't know what is happening. Like I was on a bench and had like two, like, I don't know, like 20 pounds. 20 pound weights that were just sitting on the bench and I was like adjusting or something and my music was so loud in my ears I turned around one of the weights had fallen off the bench and is like rolling and you had no idea like oh my god like I was like it's like rolling towards somebody I'm like oh my god but that's that's a huge goal of mine like I want to just overcome that gym anxiety I want to learn the equipment and know what I'm doing and feel comfortable so I can just go freaking get my workout done and not not spend so much time overthinking it, sure. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when I am struggling, I really, the two things I focus on are calories and protein, which is what you um, focus on when you're loose tracking. So I think like if you can bulk up any meal or snack with protein, like that's always like a good thing. So that's yep. what I'm trying to um, focus on. And then I'm just trying to like get back to using social media for motivation as well. Like a, what I'm looking at, and then B, like, sharing, too. So I've gone back to sharing, like, recipe, Like, I'm cooking more. So, like, recipes yeah. that I'm making or whatever. Because I feel like that does motivate me. Um, so just getting back to that as well. Awesome. Laura, I know you want to get married in 2023, but what is the recovery from surgery like? And what month do you want to get married? Um, I think I've kind of already talked about the surgery stuff and trying to not make <laughs> it that close to my wedding. I mean, technically, recovery can be like a couple of weeks, but you're eating still liquids for a little bit and then transitioning to soft foods. Like, so you're not, you're recovered from the surgery, but you're still having a pretty strict lifestyle for a minute. Um, As far as what month I want to get married, um, ideally, based on weather and timing, I think October is kind of where my mind is at. Um, Like, I won't get married in the dead of summer unless I was like knowing that the whole thing was going to be indoors. But even then during, for photos and everything like and getting ready, it could be a hundred degrees. Like I don't want to be hot. Like I'm not interested in that. Um, so I think we are looking at maybe ceremony in the springtime, maybe like in April or May and then wedding in October missing. Cause even in September, like, I mean, I remember one of the dates at one of the venues they gave us was like, oh, the Sunday of Labor Day weekend is available. And I'm like, the last three years, it has been triple digits. Yeah, like 110 degrees. I was like, no, thank you. (laughs) So I think like when it temperatures, it can be hot. Like, so you're definitely gambling, but we definitely have really nice, like mild Octobers, especially here in Orange County. So um, I think if I can get a venue with, I mean, I'm kind of getting nervous. I was like, as much as we want to get married this year, I don't know if that's. Like, there's a lot of dates already taken, so... Do you feel like if you did end up just booking a date in 2024 that you'd feel more relaxed about the whole process? I don't feel like I'd be any more or less if October versus next year. So you're not... Your heart isn't set in one year or the other. No, I just... We both just said we wanted to get married this yeah, year. You want to plan so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, favorite dish you have cooked recently? 
So I've had fun um, getting back into cooking recently, and I would say my favorite dish. So I feel like my favorite dishes are always like Asian-inspired dishes to cook, like especially like ones that are lightened up. Yeah. Because they just feel, they literally always feel like you ordered Chinese food or something, and they just feel so like raunchy for you, and they're not because like they're lightened up. So my favorite is probably the sweet, savory, and stuff, um, shrimp and zucchini stir fry with homemade teriyaki. So I'm not a big vegetable person. I was just going to say, I was shocked when you made this. I was like, this doesn't look like anything Stephanie wants to eat. Oh, yeah. So I'm very picky. So I'm picky with my vegetables. There's ones I will not eat. Doesn't matter how they're cooked. Not going to eat it. Broccoli, won't touch it. Won't even smell it. But zucchini, if it is soft, like squishy, soft, really cooked down in sauce or something, then I can do it. See, that's so, why Jeff doesn't like it, is he doesn't like when it gets, like, that soggy. Oh, see, I lo- that's the only way I can eat it. Because it almost, like, blends into, like, the texture of the meat or so whatever. So, when I make... So, sometimes I will literally... I'll make us pasta. I will dice up an entire zucchini <laughs> really small and just add it into the sauce. And I'm like, this fool's eating a half a zucchini and doesn't even know it because it's diced so small and it gets so yes. soft, it kind of just, like blends in has no idea not a clue so that was my favorite and honestly like when i first saw the recipe i'm like making my own teriyaki sauce why would i not just buy a jar like (laughs) let's keep it so i did i made the teriyaki sauce and it was like so freaking easy like i remember i posted it on my instagram and i did like a difficulty meter out of 10 i I rated it a three out of 10 like it was the freaking easiest thing to do ever and it just tastes, it literally tastes like you're at a Chinese food restaurant. Like it's just one of those indulgent, delicious meals, but it's easy and it's like more it? like, oh yeah. He's liked everything. Like he gets on the phone with his mom and he like brags about everything I make. Like he's oh, so like, good. he's like on this night she made this and on this night she made this and blah, blah, blah. Cause <laughs> I don't think he's ever had this many homemade meals, meals in like a in a week. So, um, so no, like it's been a lot of fun, but what about you? Uh, I haven't really cooked anything new do you still do like the um hello fresh meal yeah okay and we but we haven't done one because the first two weeks of january we had like dinners out like three nights during the week because like it was like people wanting to get together from the engagement and and like me and you were supposed to go out with annie one night me and you were supposed to go out with jerry one night like and it's funny because like a lot of the things had been canceled but it was too late to obviously get a box that week so I've been playing a lot of like cleaning out the freezer with like some Trader Joe. We've been doing so a lot of Trader Joe's meals and stuff. That's what I was going to ask you. So this is where, like, I've loved cooking recently, uh-huh. but I'm also like, it adds up. Like actually cooking a recipe, right? Yep. So I need to figure out like meals again that are just like easy. Like you already have like the frozen this and the thing and like you can easily whip, whip it together. It's not a full on recipe you're doing. Like, what kind of things like that do you have that are kind of like your go-tos of, like, things you always have in your fridge and freezer and you can just throw together? So, the one thing always have in my freezer, microwave uh, brown rice yes. from Trader Joe's. Yeah. Because that is, like, a side that can easily be done, like, with also, anything. Also, their jasmine rice is so much better, though. Do you ever buy their frozen jasmine rice? Um, I probably have. Somebody told me there's protein in jasmine rice, and I don't believe them. I haven't I haven't fact checked it yet, but I'm like, <laughs> if there is, I'm going with. That I like jasmine. I honestly, I've probably just bought grabbed the brown because it's like Healthy. out of habit. But um, I'm not I'm not opposed because I've learned that while at WW points were different for so long, like the caloric differences are really not. Yeah, their jasmine rice is bomb. 
So what do you do with it though? Do you do you just keep like ground beef in your fridge or like? Well, so I keep I buy a lot of so I always have a ton of like the frozen faves. Okay. From Trader Joe's, so that the nights that it's like, well, our plans got canceled. Um, I'll look and I'll be like, okay, I I do have a bag of the orange chicken. I do have and like there's so many things that go with the rice. Um, so I have and then like the wontons. I always have those on hand. Oh yeah. Um, like a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, and then, um, but yeah, cause usually we buy a meal box kit and that covers us for like four nights and that's then the so other nice. three nights we're usually out. Yep. So we, that's, co- that's like kind of my balance is I try to cook dinner four nights a week at home and then go out like Friday, Saturday and a weeknight or something. Yep. yep. So, <laughs> um, yeah. What five items would you take to a deserted island? Ugh. We're assuming items are not people, right? Sure. We'll say no people. Okay. So without putting any thought into this, my phone, obviously. I was going to say my phone, right? A charger so that I can continue to use my phone. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, assuming... air- say my AirPods, but I'm on a deserted island. Yeah. I'm, li- I'm cranking that shit on my yeah. phone. <laughs> it's going to be like... <laughs> okay. So are we assign- assuming the island has Wi-Fi or do I need to bring Wi-Fi? Is that a third item? I don't think Wi-Fi is an item. Wi-Fi you need like... Let's just assume it's already there. So, my phone, my charger, water, like drinkable water. Yeah, that's it. Like, do I have to bring food? Oh, man. Okay, so water and food. And then sunscreen, because this girl, I will will be a lobster. I'll die of sunscreen. I'm changing the rules. So, everything you need to survive is there. So, like, food, water, toiletries, all that stuff. Some for some reason is on a deserted island, so okay. that doesn't even make sense because the island's deserted. So just fun things. So what are like yeah those five things that like you would want to bring? Phone. Yep. Charger. Yep. Some kind of alcohol just to like make life fun, like seltzers or something or wine. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say like interject if you have anything to because i'm trying yeah, to think, no, I think i'm gonna bring um i know i can use my phone for this but i really think i just want to like have like um a bed and a tv oh a bed i honestly could live without a tv because i have my phone i'm on it more often anyways but a bed absolutely like i don't want to sleep on the ground yeah um and i was gonna say a bathing suit because like there's but i'm like why like just go maybe you went to your deserted island already in it or Nobody's on a deserted island. My titties and my vajay are just going to hang out. Oh, you got to put the sunscreen on those things. Oh, yeah. No, I'm telling... I'm t- <laughs> sunscreen is, like, even before the phone for me. Like, I will die because my, sk- my skin will all peel off if I... <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was hard. Um, now that Laura has had her electric car for a while, what are her thoughts, pros and cons? Um, pros, I love my car. I love not going to the gas station. Mm-hmm. Cons, I have a car payment every month. Um... <laughs> No, honestly, I have zero cons. We have we use the car for I would say ninety percent of our driving. Jeff and I share it because we ninety percent of the time go to work on different days. If we do overlap, I take the car, he takes his truck. But we really use the car for anything and everything, unless we have Penny in the car because she just makes a big slobbery mess on the windows and everything. So we just we and we have like a seat cover for the truck. So if we have Penny in the car, we'll take the truck. If we are doing anything else, we take the car. Um, We've kind of built um, 
Like, there's some people that literally thrive on getting excited about, like, planning their electric car road trips. Like, where are we going to stop? Where are we going to charge? Like, all this stuff. Like, that kind of stuff does not sound fun to me. We're taking the truck. Absolutely. We've kind of set, like, our threshold. Like, we've taken it to San Diego and that's kind of as far as I think we'll go. Yep. Um, like we didn't, we could have taken it to Temecula because you're driving through like the country and not the greatest roads in some areas. We ended up taking the truck instead. But I think we're like, when we're going on a big trip, we don't have to think about it. Take the truck. Other than that, we use the car all the time and it's honestly been so great. I we drove your car here and it's so comfortable and so nice and so we we fit so much shit in that car. Oh, I can fit. I mean, we'll take the car sometimes to Costco and I'm shocked at how much we can fit in there. So could you ever imagine yourself going back to a non-electric car? I can't. And now are you sold? Uh, I'm totally sold. I can't imagine like when it's, I think we'll always be a one electric car, one gas car family. I just can't imagine like having to go back to like. It's just too easy and too nice. Like, I don't even know. I haven't pumped gas since May. Damn. Like, so I don't even know what that's like anymore. Yeah, what's that <laughs> life? I don't know. But, uh, no, I honestly absolutely love it. I love the way it drives. It's, like, a totally different experience. Um, and honestly, like, it's so the only real maintenance, everything's so, like, they send every month you get, like, a report on your vehicle. Like, I get it emailed to me, and it's, like, tells me that everything, because everything's electric, so it's able to tell you when things are wrong and stuff. So honestly, the only like regular maintenance I stay on is like making sure my tires get rotated and stuff. But I mean, oil change, what is that? Like, Can you I don't... do like a TikTok video sometime in like, I don't know, a month from now when it would make sense that you would need an oil change and like just film like that you're going into Jeff's office and be like, hey, I'm, I'll be back in about like a couple hours. I'm going to go get an oil change and just see if he's like, oh, okay. Or if he's like, oil change. <laughs> like, that'd be so funny. Okay. I'll, I will, I'll do that. Remind me. Oh, my God. No, your, your car is so nice, though. I absolutely I love it. it. I've, I'm super happy with the purchase. Like I said, it's a pricey one. I wasn't... Uh, it was a big... I had enjoyed not having a car payment for a while. And then this is, like, three times the car payment I last had. Oh, so man. It was a lot. But Oof. it was nice to... It's been nice. It's and honestly, like what I pay, it's what I paid in gas. The difference is easily what I paid in gas. Oh, that's nice. So didn't think of it like that. Yeah, because I used to have to when I at my pre-pandemic at my old job when I was driving from Irvine to my job, I was having to fill up every five to seven days. Wow. So it wasn't like I was filling up a lot. So, um, Steph, your posts are so inspiring. I love your meal preps and workouts. Keep it up. Thank you. (laughs) Do you have any tips? We already kind of talked about this. Do you have any tips for growth on social media right now? It seems so hard. We honestly want your tips. Yeah, I wish I knew. Like, I honestly think it just has to be continually, like, doing the the real game. You have to just play the game that Instagram wants you to play at that time. And even then, I don't know how you get it. The only, um, and I haven't done any research on this or anything, but the only thing I can think is I think consistency is rewarded. And so I think being consistent when you post in your stories and your feed or whatever, which is hard for me. I'm such a spontaneous person. Like if I think of it a reel to do, I'm doing it right now. Like I'm not curated where I'm going to do a reel. I know we do for WOM because we're only together so often, but like, I'm not 
somebody that plans out posts and I'm like, okay, on Sunday we're going to film and take pictures and then I'm going to have a calendar and schedule posts. Like, I'm not like that. But I do think there is some benefit to that of having. And with WOM, like, we're good with our WOM page because we do have a calendar of when we're posting what. And we post every day on WOM and whatever. Um, But I also just think, I think, um, and this is something that on my personal page I struggle with too, finding a niche is so important. So where I grew the most on my Instagram page is when I had the Weight Watchers niche. Weight Watchers, everything. Didn't post anything if it wasn't Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers, health, workouts, whatever. That is what made my my page grow. And I'm a little bit random now. Like I'm like, macros, workouts, WOM, Jordan. I go out in Orange County. I go out, like, See, it's kind I, of all over the place. I like, when I like following somebody, I like getting that, like, and I maybe that's not everybody, but I love getting that peek into their like personal life yeah so i mean i do too but i think i think you can do that and still have a niche like sure you know what i mean like i think you can be a recipe creator like sweet savory and stuff and for the most part you're a recipe blogger but also do little like glimpses into like other thing other parts of your life but still keep it a niche not try not be like oh i love this instagram trend so i'm gonna do this and that and like all of a sudden you don't have a niche i think I think really honing into your niche. And then I think also, um, I think interacting is a big one too. And that's also where I struggle. Like I respond to anybody that messages me in my DMs, but I'm not very good about watching a whole bunch of people's stories and posts. Some days are better than others, but like, I think you also have to, you have to, you can't just take on Instagram. You have to put out too. And I think that's, um, it takes a lot of time. So yeah, (laughs) it's hard. Does Jordan want kids? Jordan does not want kids. Is that the end of that? (laughs) No, he does not. And like, I've always gone back and forth with this. And some, like, sometimes I still find myself, like, it's not that like I want kids, but like sometimes like I find myself, like if I know somebody in my life, like an older person in my life that's in the hospital and not doing well, but now they're being moved to a nursing home and they don't really have anybody. Like, that's like a fear of mine, like without kids is like, okay, well, what if like Jordan and I get married, we're together forever. He passes away before I do. I'm left on this planet. Okay. I know I have my sister. Like I know I have some friends. Like what happens if like all of them go first, I'm left on this planet alone. And then I'm just like rotting in a nurse. Like that is a fear of mine. And like, and there's no, there's no guarantee that kids is going to solve that because your kids might hate you yeah. and never want to talk to you again. Your kids, people's kids pass before they do, you know, like there's things that happen, but, um, like that is a fear of mine is that like someday I'm going to be like alone and have like yeah. nobody that cares to like call me, see how I'm doing, see, make sure I haven't fallen and need life alert yeah. or something. And, like, so I feel like for that reason, like, I go back and forth on the kid thing, but I also love dink life, like, so much. Yep. <laughs> um, I used to wash my hair Monday through Friday after working out. During the pandemic, I started training myself to not wash it so often. I now wash it two to three times per week, like you guys. But what do you guys do after a tough workout and all the sweat in your hair? Um... Thankfully, I've never... I'm not a super sweaty person. I am, like, right at, right at the hairline. Like, it gets drenched. Um, I think it's just... you got to really just, like, 
dry shampoo the color air, of it. Air, lots of air dry and dry shampoo. Yep, that's all I do. Um, I've seen girls that um, literally, um, some spray some water in their hair and they'll like just re-blow dry like the front of their hair. Um, but I usually can just get away with just... Air dry and dry shampoo. Up, uh, air dry and then dry shampoo it up. Same. I'm also super lazy. So Laura's hair always looks good. Like it's always like styled. You don't just throw your always. hair in a bun for the most part. Only because I get headaches. I've had to stop because literally I wore a bun uh, last Sunday and like halfway through the day I was in like misery and then I like took my hair out and I felt better within like five minutes. Like I literally like putting my hair out, I get so much me. headaches. It's because me, I'm like very like, okay, day one I blow dry and straighten it. Day two I'll wear it straight with a little bit of um, dry shape if I need it. Day three, I'll curl it, and then day, like, four, and if I go into day five, it's in a bun. Like, especially, sorry, especially on work days, bun in the morning. It's 5.30 in the morning when I'm awake. I'm not doing my hair. It's going in a bun. I don't care. So. So you don't ever do your hair for work? Sometimes. Like, if I just washed it the night before, then y'all wear it straight or, but I rarely, I rarely will I curl it for work unless I have plans after work. Uh-huh. Um, but it's either like I washed my hair last night and I'm wearing it straight or it's the second day of straight or I get up in the morning, dry shampoo it a little bit and I put it in like a messy bun or like a ponytail or something. That's so funny you switch it up because for me it's like I either I'm committing to straight or curl. Like I don't do straight for a couple days and then curly for a couple days. So you curl and then wear it curled for like four days? Mm-hmm. Did you see my hair this morning? I wore it curled yesterday and I had to full blown curl it again today. Yeah, well, I, re- I recurled mine a little bit this morning. Like, like a little bit or like, like the whole thing again? I mean, I did the whole thing, but I do it. My redo is like in bigger chunks. Like okay. I do it in big, just like, just to like, or I, I or I spot treat it. If it doesn't look too bad, I can just spot treat. Because your hair always looks good. Thank you. I feel like it takes way more effort for mine to look good than yours. Like yours just looks good. Well, I just I've also been doing it for a long time. The well, same and way. you have long, pretty hair. So thank you. <laughs> Tell me more about it. <laughs> have any of your significant others or family members been upset by something you said on the podcast? This is Jamie, by the way. <laughs> Telling us, Jamie, so that we don't overthink who this was. So I'm like, is this Annie? <laughs> um, no, because I mean, I think like Stephanie said earlier in the episode is, um, while we are very open and we share a lot about our lives, we definitely have boundaries and we know like there are things that you guys don't know. Like not a lot, but I mean, anything that is like sensitive, like you protect people you we love. We want to protect yeah. like. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot Jeff would prefer me not to share on here. Yeah. So I don't. So um, nothing bad, but it's just like there's some things that I have to have boundaries with with my personal family. And I also think like I know my mom, Laura and I both know our moms listen. So there's also like parts of our life that we (laughs) don't talk about because that's awkward. Um, But I also like even if I was comfortable, like even if I didn't give a shit if my mom heard it or not. Like, I also now know that it's a potential that Jordan's mom might be listening. So there are things that I will protect because, like, you don't want your boyfriend's mom to, like, sure. hear certain things, you know? Like, there's just things you you should keep private and as, like, outgoing of a person. Like, I will, like, spill anything to Laura. Like, bleh. But, like, does the whole planet need to know those things? Like, Probably not. Like, there's things that you should just keep more, more sacred in a relationship than others. And yeah. and as an outgoing, like, oversharing person, like, 
sometimes it's a struggle to keep those private, but I really try to. Um, have any? No. What is your favorite episode? My gosh. I don't know. What, so this episode always comes to mind quick for me is the first time we did the dating terms. That was so funny. That was such a funny episode. Um, I definitely like always think of that one that because that was just a really fun episode. Um, Honestly, the second time we did it, it was fun, but it wasn't as funny. It wasn't the same. It just didn't feel as funny. Because the first first time time always feels like, okay, it's the first time. And then the second time feels more curated. Yeah. Um, If you guys ever stumble across an article in a magazine, online, whatever that you think would be fun for us to talk about or something on the podcast, send it to us. Because we try to like seek things out like that when we do have time. But I agree. That was one of the funniest ones. I honestly miss our episodes too when I was dating. I feel like they were so funny and so just like, what the hell is my life right now? Like, (laughs) how am I 34 years old and like, this is my life? Like, I didn't even understand. But um, like, I love both equally. Like, I I miss the chaos of that. And then I also love just the stability and happiness of my life now. Um, I mean, there's no more asking somebody to order nachos and then the nachos never show up. (laughs) Do you guys remember when I did not get, like, I literally was like, oh, the carne asada ones. And then, like, no nachos ever came. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, do you want to get the nachos? Yeah. What meat? Okay, let's get carne asada. And then he, like, never ordered it. Do you remember the DA that, like, listened to our podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah. So many. I don't remember. Did you guys actually ever go out or did you guys just talk? No, we went out once. To some place, I forgot what it was called. It was some place in Lakewood, and he drove a Tesla. Remember? Yeah. Um, and then it was like we still talked a little bit. Like he was like, "Oh, listen to your podcast or whatever," and I'm like, "Oh." Uh, and then, um, and then it was kind of like tweet tweet. And then I was like, "Hey, like blah blah blah." I like text him one day or whatever. And then he was like honest, and he's like, "Hey, like I started to see like somebody yeah. else." And I'm like, "Cool, no big deal." Um, but yeah, just. It's so funny, like, when you look at, like, who you dated and what they did and what all their personalities are, you're like, what is my type? Like, Uh, that's literally looking back at my three, (laughs) my three boyfriends I've had since my divorce. All three of them have been so different in so many different ways. And I'm like, do I have a type? Like, because I had great times with all of them. Like, it wasn't like I was, like, trying to make something happen. Like, it was, but I'm just like, wow, do I even have a type? Yeah. Or maybe it's just we're trying to figure out our type and maybe the people we end up with is who our type is. I don't know. So bizarre. But, um, so funny. Uh, what's up with the daily vlog stuff? Just curious <laughs> why you started it. Me too. I'm curious why I started it too. Um, <laughs> I think for, okay. So talking about growth on Instagram, like I don't have a tripod at my house. I don't have a ring light. I don't have, do you want it back? I have yours. No. Oh. I had another one that I actually got rid of. Like, I just don't have anywhere to put it. I, I've said on this podcast, I'm not a stuff person. So make me have your stuff. Yeah. Thanks. It goes in your closet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just, like, I'm not super, like, curated. But what I like about how Instagram has changed a little bit is that a lot of people aren't. Like, one of my favorite people on Instagram, not skinny, not fat, or whatever her thing is, is so not curated. Like, yeah. when she posts her own stuff, it's, like, not so I like that like there's really curated really pretty things on Instagram and I love following those people and they put so much time and effort into it and like they deserve like all the followers they have for that but then I also just like the more authentic like not curated I'm just trying to like show who I am or whatever so I like that too and and I feel like 
there's been a door opened on social media to that a little bit more where you felt like you had to try to be so curated before. So I'm trying to blend like that with trying to grow, with also trying to learn more about tools that there are for social yeah. media. And so on TikTok, one of my favorite TikToks like that I come across, and I've, I think I've talked about her on the podcast, Enhancing Emily, Yeah, I think she makes the best daily vlogs, like hers a million trillion times better than mine. But I love them. Like I watch them and I'm just like, oh my God, I could like watch like what you do. I could watch you put your dishes in the dishwasher like all day uh-huh. long. And I love them. And so I'm like, if I love them, other people have to love them. Like yeah. I'm just going to try. And, and honestly, so and I did it only for those 30 days earlier this year. And yes. I honestly was a lot of work, but it was kind of fun doing them. I, just, I enjoyed it. I have fun doing them too. And the first couple times I did it, I think I've only done like six now or something. The first couple times took me forever, like forever. And I'm getting better at it. I'm learning how to do transitions and speed and times and everything. And so it's like a project for me too. And it's one of those things that just like we talked about earlier in this episode, if nobody's watching them, liking them, engaging with them, whatever, I'm not going to keep doing it. I'm not just going to do it for the, I'm not creating a diary of my life for like nothing. But if people are liking them and enjoying them, then it's something I can do like routine. You need a routine in your life to stick with something. You need a routine. And that goes for social media and growing your social media as well. Create a routine, start something like same with my like song of the days and this and that. Like if you have something that's a routine that you do every day, like you'll stick to it. So that's kind of like where I'm going with that too. But if you hate it, just tell me. So (laughs) (laughs) what is your current go-to Starbucks order? Um, I mean, I guess I'll just share what my flavor of the week was last week, and that was the pistachio cream cold brew, sub-sugar-free vanilla. Um, So good. So good. But to be fair, sorry, I'm jumping (laughs) jumping over you were about to talk. That's okay. My go-to, like, year-round is a iced quad shot espresso in a venti cup, extra ice, two pumps of something. Usually it's... uh, like sugar-free vanilla or whatever, and then add oh salt and cold them. Sounds so good. So I honestly don't go to Starbucks that often, like maybe once a week or every other week. Depend- and I do go through phases too. Like if I'm like walking into a Target, I'm going to Starbucks. So yeah, there's like times where I'm not, not going to Starbucks. But I would say like because I don't go super often, like I do feel like I can like treat myself and not try so hard to – like create make something super healthy yeah so i would say like and i always try the new ones too um but my like go-to one that they always have and don't take off the menu is or i don't think they take off the menu at least is the salted caramel cold foam Cream cold brew yeah oh my god i take the lid off that thing oh, and freaking like, lick the shit out of that oh lid. no like, the lid is perfectly clean oh my yeah. god i love it so much it's so good yeah so 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 good what advice would you give to someone that wants to start a podcast? Just do it. Just literally do it. That's what we did. It's so accessible. It's so easy. I think, first of all, Anchor, which they've been a big sponsor of ours for the since best day host. one. And it's been so easy and intuitive to use. Um, and you can get a microphone like... I've upgraded my microphone since we first started. I spent the same $20 one or whatever it cost. Yeah, it was like <laughs> 20, 25 bucks. Like yep. it's truly like it's little 
Uh, it's free. You invest in a microphone, at least you you have a laptop at home or whatever, and it's free. Like Anchor is free to host your podcast. They will push it out to every platform imaginable out there. Like we record through Zoom. Zoom is free. Mm-hmm. We when we're together, we record through. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, we do use that. We use a program called Audacity that we do our when we record live. Like right now, we're using Audacity to record this, and that's what the program we use to edit our episodes. Um, and yeah, we use Canva for sharing graphics online. Like, is there really any other cost involved? Like there's not, there's like the microphone. Yeah. I mean, we have like, um, like some costs that we've, we use to like, we, to do pro accounts of certain things and stuff, but like truly it's very minimal for if you just want to get going, like, and do you even remember, like, I'm trying to think back because it feels so long ago now. And I know, like, Laura gets a lot of credit on, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. She does, like, she's the social media guru with creating Canva graphics. She's does all of our editing. She's the one that invested into learning how to use um, Anchor and all of that. Like, do you remember how you even learned that's what we were going to do? Like, where you did well, your research? Or... To be fair, I, it was really easy for us because I was with someone who had his own podcast. That's true. Jeff has so a podcast. So Jeff was <laughs> the reason he was like, download Audacity. This is what, like, he was able to show me the quick ropes. And so we were fortunate to have that resource because I don't know how I would have, I would have had to do a lot more research to learn how to edit an episode um, where he was able to show me the basics pretty quick and easy. But honestly, like Laura said, best advice is just to do it and not just to do it. Because if you do it, nobody might find it. You have to talk about it too. You have to share it with your friends at work or your best friends or on your social media or whatever, because sharing it will get people to listen. Then they'll share it with other people. So I would we say share it with do everyone. it and share it. Exactly. I mean, well, it's our server at the restaurant. We find a way to tell them. Like yesterday we were checking into the hotel. He knows we have a podcast. Yep. Shout out to Cameron. Cameron, whatever his name is. Chandler. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just do it. It's it's fun. It's one of those things that you can... A podcast is so much fun because you can literally talk about anything you're passionate about. Like anything. Like you like true crime. Start a true crime podcast. You like... So we're passionate about ourselves. I'm so passionate about me <laughs> and you, Laura. <laughs> um, but those were such great questions and so much fun to reflect on the last hundred episodes. It's wild and mind blowing. So crazy. We did want to start going into our hundredth episode and ongoing. We want We like. We know you guys love like our quotes of the week and our flavor of the week. Like those have been such a stable, fun. Part that you guys look forward to our, of our episode. And we were like, how can so we... So what's something new we can do? What is something new we can do? So, and maybe this won't be every week. Maybe it will. We'll see how it goes. But we want you guys to be the ones who send the suggestions our way. I'm sure sometimes we'll come up with them on our own. But this was one that somebody actually like sent in. And we're going to do our own little version of Fuck, Mary Kill. Except we're going to call it Bed, Wet, and Dead. So... That's going to be our new little game we want to play. You guys can send us your your three. three people. And it doesn't have to be people. Nope. You want it to be um, like I, three items. I had items. someone send us three liquors. It was like three different liquors and which one do you want to go to bed with, Mary and Kill? Like, yeah. It no. could be anything. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be per- person. It could be items. It could be food. It could be restaurants. It could be um, whatever. 
Um, but the first one we picked for today, we're going with the Chris's. Shout it's out a to Chris's. Uh, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, Chris Evans. Um, Steph, of course, was like, I don't really know anything about these people. <laughs> and I'm like, look them up. Look at their faces. Do it on looks. Do what you got to do. Um, so she did her quick research. Um, so first, let's start with bed stuff. Who, who are we taking to bed? We're not going to kill them. We don't hate them enough to kill, but we don't want to spend the rest of our life with them. You just want to bang them. We just want to bang them. You want to bed them. I'm going to go to bed with Chris Evans. And the reason for that, upon first of all, he's hot. But yeah. <laughs> second of all, upon my research, um, him and Lizzo are friends. And Lizzo started a rumor on social media that she was pregnant that with was his baby. So funny. <laughs> oh my god, she was obsessed with him on TikTok last year, and it was so funny. All the things she would post about him. It was hilarious. And he went like, so she started this rumor. She's like, I'm pregnant with Chris, Chris Evans, baby. And he went right along with it. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny. And I'm like, he's just such a good sport. And so can like play along or whatever. Like I totally go to bed with Chris Evans. Okay. So I chose Pratt. Okay. Um, I will be honest, like five years ago, I probably would have wed Pratt. Um, since his divorce with, Anna Ferris and like when he got with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, he kind of became this like crazy religious guy. He said a lot of like things that I just don't agree with. So I'm like, eh, I don't need you to be part of my everyday life anymore, but I think you're super hot. So Good we can bang. Yeah. There we go. Um, wed. Who are you wedding? Okay. Well, I didn't know that he's super religious and has said weird things. So <laughs> just take that out of my decision. But I'm wedding. I'm going. I'm going to marry Chris Pratt. Okay. And there's one reason and what two reasons. He's hot too. They're all hot. Let's <laughs> They're be all real. hot. Yeah. Um. But the main reason is he's a Seahawks fan, <laughs> and we're getting married because we're going to watch every Seahawks game together for the rest of our lives, and we're just going to live happily ever after. At least a Seahawks third of game. the year. <laughs> when he's not saying weird shit and going to church. Okay. Like. <laughs> all right. Who are you? Who are you? Marrying. Who are you um, I'm going to marry Chris Evans because Ooh. anybody who's a Marvel fan like myself knows he's America's ass. And ah. he, I mean, it's Captain America. Like, How can you not marry Captain America? Exactly. So I'm going to marry Chris Evans. So does that mean we're both deading Chris Pine? We are. Aww, so that poor leaves Chris poor Chris Pine. Sorry, Jeff. He's going to be super disappointed. Chris Pine um, is in one of Jeff's favorite, um, one of Jeff's random favorite movies. Um, I don't know. He just like didn't make the cut for me. I'm just like I don't have a good reason other than like I had better reasons for the other two. Yeah, and so I'm sorry. I only have one category left. I love you forever. If you decide you want to bang me or something, I I'll switch <laughs> things around. Just DM me. But <laughs> but yeah, I think personally, um, like I find all three of them attractive, but he's like the least one I'm attracted to. Agreed. So I'm fine, not- you're dead, and. Um, we're going to post, our goal is I think we're going to like post these on our Instagram and we want you guys to share it to social media. We want to know who you guys are going to do every week as well. Like I said, if you guys have three, um, in mind that you want us to do and like, we got a few, like, let's be like, you would send us, some people sent us like two amazing ones. And then, like, threw in, like, Donald Trump or Kanye West. And it's like. And it just didn't make sense. Because like, like, if you were Biden, Trump. AOC or something that would make sense because yeah. they're all political, but you can't do like smoking hot, smoking hot Donald Trump. Yeah, because no. it's like we ain't doing that. Because obviously Trump's gonna be dead every time. Yeah, 
regardless, he's going to be dead every time. Like, but so you have to make these three on like a decent level where it's got to be kind of hard. Yes. Send us like randomly, not even when we ask for it. If you just randomly think of three good things that would be good for a bed, wed, dead, send it to WOM, either of us, whatever. Like, and we're we'll going to make this And add it to our fun. list and we'll try to pull new ones yes. every week. And we'll try to add this into the fun mix. And with that, hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what is your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week. So I'm going to have so many of these that I'm going to have to spread out because my mom, I've told you, makes the best Christmas stockings ever. Like got so much cool stuff in my stocking. And I think this is the first one I'm sharing so far. It is the Pure brand, I think. It's P-U-R. And they're the Lip Chubbies. And... I don't remember the color she sent me, but it's freaking amazing. It's beautiful. I used it and it's, I love it. And it goes on your lips and it just feels like creamy, like a chapstick or something, but it sets on your lips like a lipstick. Like it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So they're amazing. They, I'm obsessed. Like I'm going to go to Ulta or whatever and buy more. They're about $18. Like I went online and I'm like on their website, it looks like they're 22 but they're on sale for certain colors. But if you go to Ulta, they're 18. They're also at Macy's. So I'm a little confused, but I'm like, if they were 18 at Macy's or at Ulta, I'm definitely buying them at Ulta. Is it, um, can you like, can you twist more out or is it just what it is? It's just what it is. It looks I feel like. like that's what all lip crayons, cause I have, um, there's a lip crayon. And honestly, when I <laughs> put yours on yesterday, I was like, this reminds me exactly like the NARS lip crayon that I got, I want to say it was like my Sephora birthday gift one year or something. And I was obsessed with it. And um, that was exactly what it reminded me of. But it was like, I hate like, because it doesn't go that fast. Because I'm no. also not wearing lipstick every day. I don't either. But like, since you can't twist it, it's just like the tip is what it is and when yep. it's gone. Um, but you sold me. So I definitely want to try getting I love a, it. A and it like too. doesn't, so some lipsticks like dry out your lips. Like you're like, get it off. Like it hurts. It's dry already. This is like just creamy on and then just sets into your lips and you forget it's even there. I'm obsessed. Um, Big fan. What lipsticks are you putting on that are like hurting you though? I mean, they don't hurt me. I'm dramatic. But like, <laughs> but the ones that like your lips just feel like yeah, dry, I you like I hate I that knew what feeling. you meant when you said dry, but then when you were like in pain, I was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, go get, go get yourself some pure lip chubbies though. And also like, do we love the name? Like a lip chubby? A Come lip on. chubby. I'm obsessed. I love it. Um, Laura, flavor of the week. Um, so I'm going to go... Oh, I keep going back and forth on which one I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to do chat books. Um, it was a gift that was given to me. Um, so I've heard of chat books for like at least a couple of years. They do, basically you link it to your social media and you could have it where it automatically at the end of every month, they send you like a book of your photos from the month. I don't post in my feed like enough. enough where that makes sense, but it, it'll like post, like give you a notification, like, Hey, it's time to pick your photos for like the month. And, um, basically it was kind of like a, she was like, you have so many exciting things going on in your life right now. I wanted you to be able to document it, like your engagement and stuff. So she got me like the mini books, which are, it's literally five by five. I just got my first one this last week. So it's like literally the size of like, like a coaster almost like it's pretty small and they're like really nice quality and stuff and it's like they're little and it's so they're not going to take up a lot of space but I can have a few of them to just have like to remember this time 
Um, it's seven dollars a month. It's like a subscription service, so it'll just like remind you every month to do it. So it but they, actually like ships and everything for seven dollars a month. Yeah. Wow. So then they also do other sizes, soft. You can like choose if you want it soft or hard. Um, they do like yearbooks too. So if you don't want to do it like once a month, you can do one at the end of the year. I love that. Instead. Um, and I just love it. It just, it was really cute idea. I thought it was like a really fun gift idea. So like if, I think that would be a great gift for a baby shower. Yes. Like, so mom could do, like get a year like subscription year. so yep. she could get one a month for, um, cause I actually think one of our... I don't know if I'm remembering if it's her or not, but maybe Allison, one of our listeners, I feel like she might have done chat books for with her baby this last year. I know somebody I follow did, but um, I think like for a baby, like that's super Perfect like good yet. idea. Um, but I just love because I know back in the day, like and my boss, I, my old boss, she used to do like a photo album every year. So she kind of had like it, because especially this day and age where we don't we, print pictures everything's anymore, in our right. phone and stuff. I think like when you're having like these big iconic moments in your life, it's like a fun little way to document it rather than just sitting in your phone. I agree. And seven dollars a month, what a to yeah, ship it and I mean to the pre- even, and even the bigger ones, like if you wanted like a bigger size and like um, like hardcover and stuff, I still want to say it was like fifteen dollars for those. Not bad at all. Like they were still super cheap. So. Like I said, fun for you, but also I think a really good gift idea. Definitely. So I think she got me a three month of it and I'll probably like continue it through the wedding maybe. What a um, sweet gift. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's my flavor of the week. Awesome. You guys ready for a quote? Let's do it. Let's do it. If you want to be happy, be happy on purpose. When you wake up in the morning, you can't just wait and see what kind of day you'll have. Higher thoughts, higher energy, higher vibrations, higher frequencies, higher experiences. And that quote is from the Tao of Dana on Instagram. So I love that. Like, don't wake up and be like, well, we'll see how work goes to determine my happiness. Like, no, you determine it. Yeah. Wake up and decide you're going to be happy and have a good day. And like it said, higher your energy, higher your vibrations, higher whatever. Like you are in charge of your life. You have a good day. You be happy on purpose. Yeah. Love it. Um. I mean, thank you guys for 100 episodes. Thank you so much. We gave much. you guys an extra beefy episode for episode 100. Well, this is a beefy one. Yeah. I mean, I feel like usually we're around hour to an hour and 10 minutes. Y'all are getting a good like hour and 45, Let, hour and 50. Let's put it this way. We had to pause and take a bathroom break yeah. in the middle of the which we usually don't have to do. No, but thank you so much. We have the best listeners ever. We have just you guys and your support and listening every week and sharing and DMing us and, you know, conversating in our Instagram posts and on our Facebook group, just like things you love from the episode or conversation starters and everything. Like we freaking love you guys so much and we have fun doing this, which is why we're still here. Um, so as long as you guys are still having fun listening, um, we'll do at least a hundred more, hundred more. Um, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, don't forget, take a moment to leave us a five-star rate and review. You can even rate us on Spotify now. And if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again. And we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. A hundred cheers. Hundreds of cheers. Hundreds. <laughs>
Here I go, here I go, here I go again, girls. What's my weakness? Men! Okay, then, chillin', chillin'. Minding my business. business.